0: Hey, Aaron.
1: Simon. Hi. Hey. hey, how you doing? How are you?
0: Oh, you know, can't complain.
1: Uh, really good. Um, I know that you think that. I know that you think that maybe uh, our special guest is here to review music, but little known fact: we are here to give you an intervention. I got your sister what? here with me. What? And we are giving you. Are you an kidding intervention, me? Intervention, Simon. Are you kidding? Your World of Warcraft habits, you said weeks ago, were going to stop. And they have be- not. It's only
0: gotten worse, I Simon. can't believe this right now. This is, this is asinine what's happening.
1: Simon, I have talked to all of your friends, even the ones I don't know about. And they said that you have not contacted them in months. Years even, some of them. Well, that's and Gina... <laughs> Gina, what 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 did what did uh, what did Simon's parents say? What what did his siblings
0: say?
2: Um, well, I think they don't approve.
0: <laughs> yeah, you hear that, Simon. Well, that's that's strange that I have apparently contacted no one in months because the new expansion's only been out for a week and a half. What have I d- well, been doing some, that whole time? He, I'm going to guess there was um, the correlations. Is the they are probably just Simon. wondering, like,
1: hmm. yes. That, you probably don't even know how long it's been. Did you know it's December right now? It's almost Christmas.
0: I had no idea. I thought we yeah. recorded I thought yeah. we recorded, you know, Christmas related stuff, you know, months ago, didn't we? No? we hit the Tivo button fast forward 3 times. Boop 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 <laughs> boop, boop, boop.
1: Wow. Yeah. 3 days wow. ago it was Labor Day. It's crazy. Amazing. So, not ah, Simon, uh I I might have outed who our special guest is, but uh, before you know, we, we, we bring her back,
0: do mm-hmm, you want to
1: mm-hmm. talk about how your week
0: was? Any highlights? I mean, you know, holidays at work, it's like people forget the holidays exist, so they just cram everything into the last couple of weeks, so I'm exhausted. I'm here with a little, a little vino, and I'm ready to, to dish, you know? How about you?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I ended up getting a, a box of Lucky Charms that I have been devouring mm. for the past two days. I don't know about you, and I don't know if this is, like, a weird me thing, yeah. but um, when I, like, when I buy a box of Lucky Charms, it ends up turning into at least two of my three meals of the day. Of course. And not, on- and not only that, like, there, I think one of the dyes in it <laughs> changes the color of how things come out and it just is like is that the lucky charm of the whole thing is that why it's called lucky charms
0: wow you I know, don't what? know what dear leaders if you are a lucky charms enthusiast sound off in the comments let us know does that happen sound to off you? in a
1: five-star review
0: that's right <laughs> on itunes that's right <laughs> and you know what aaron the the leaders have been clamoring They've been so loud for this guest. They said, We need to get your sister on the podcast. I've had at least 10 people say that.
1: I've had, I've had moms, dads, sisters, friends, neighbors. Yeah. Everyone. Of you. Yeah. As I was ta- talking to them about your wow habits, uh-huh. um, <laughs> they all said, When's Gina going to be on the podcast? <laughs> well, today's
0: the day. Today's the day. So uh, please give a warm welcome to none other than my sister, Gina Gettle.
2: Hi, everyone.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh,
2: of course. Such a pleasure. Does everyone say that?
0: Like, yeah. It's my pleasure. Usually they say, like, I've been waiting for this day my whole life or oh, something like
2: that. Do I need to but, be more enthusiastic?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is a coveted like guest spot. I cannot believe this is happening. There, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> so, Aaron, what are we reviewing today? What are we talking about? Well, we are actually
1: uh, reviewing a pretty rockin' artist, I would say. Oh. We're reviewing none other than Miley Cyrus. Yes. new album, Plastic
0: Hearts. Oh, it's been a long time coming. Two whole weeks at that.
1: Yeah, um it's actually been a really weird kind of um, journey that she's been on that I'm super excited to go into, especially as it relates to like, well, her career is super interesting, but this album is a very interesting thing too, as I was doing some research uh, in preparing for this podcast. But uh, Gina, do you want to start? What is your relationship with, with uh, Miley?
2: Um. Well, I will say I've never listened to, a full-length album of hers before this one. I just wasn't, like, interested enough before. Of course, I love her singles. Um, like, Can't Stop, that's one of my favorite songs. Like, Party yes. in the USA, who doesn't love that song? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hold on, I'm sorry.
1: Gina, I did not know you had an assistant.
0: Wow, I thought that was PJ that's for a crazy. second. crazy. I thought that was PJ. Oh. oh. You know you know PJ. <laughs> she she
1: her bark's very very low and she's probably snoozing. Planned. Now. She's probably snoozing. No, she is she she's like half snoozing and half chewing on a bone. It's
0: like her eyes are closed but she is just still going at it. We love that journey for her. <laughs> uh but yeah, I mean Needless to say, Miley has had some amazing singles throughout the eras. Now, I mean, we all remember um, the Bangers era with Can't Stop. Mm -hmm. And Party in the USA. Party in the (laughs) USA, as Gina said. Um, So this is your first deep dive foray. Yes.
2: Um, Well, and honestly, like, she had released a few of those tracks before. um, Like, the covers that she did of Zombie And Heart of Glass, and I heard the covers, and I really loved them. And I think given her background, I mean, I would love to hear a cover of anything that she's willing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of what got me interested in the first place. And I just really love this glam rock moment that she's having. But it does seem like every album is kind of a different persona
0: for sure yeah and what, what do you guys think her next song she's going to cover is going to be uh, like what do i want or what do i think
2: i think she's Howard Stern recently and she did like a whole song so she's definitely going to stick with like the grunge or like punk kind of um yeah. maybe for a little while
1: yeah she. Well, could... what, what if she, what if she throws in like a gangnam style by psy <laughs> wow I mean, that it's would really, be a real really wild card going. That would <laughs> be a wild card. She's gonna one-two punch like Ariana Grande with uh, Sweetener and Thank
0: You Next. Oh, she's yeah. gonna do a K-pop album. <laughs> with BTS. I That'd
2: mean I'll incredible. listen to her. She doesn't it. know how
0: to speak Korean. Yeah, I would listen too. I would listen too, absolutely. I
2: did think it was super interesting with this album how she had many guest artists on her tracks and a lot of them were to like give her some credence and like I no rock and roll and I know who needs to be on this album.
0: Yeah, some th- not all of them
2: worked and <laughs> some of them really worked. So Oh,
0: I can't wait to hear oh, she has hot takes. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to hear which ones you think didn't work.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> I think you could guess.
0: <laughs> so Gina, you also have a musical background. So tell us about that and also how you as a listener like to take in music.
2: Sure. Um, I'm a classical musician. I play the French horns, have my master's degree in music, and I freelance around the Twin Cities and there isn't a pandemic.
0: So um, she's a professional.
2: Professional. That's right. Um, a fucking professional. Yes. That's what I like to say. Um, I played at the Guthrie and that's super fun, but I don't know when that will be able to happen, I guess. Sometime. Yeah. So um, I've always been super into pop music. Um, I love all kinds of music and I'm definitely an album listener. Um, whenever, like when I'm excited about an album, my process is like the first day I'm going to listen to it like three times in a row, something like that. And just really, um, and I don't want to form any opinions on that. The, you know, the first couple of days listening, there might be a couple of songs that I sort of have an inkling that this is going to be my favorite song or whatever, but um, so definitely just listening to the album as much as possible because I know that, like, when you listen to an album and you don't know the songs, it's uncomfortable. And you're like, I don't know, this isn't that great. Or I don't know the words. I don't know the melody. So the point is, like, you need to get yourself familiar with it. And then you can have an opinion
0: on it. Right. So mm-hmm. you yeah,
2: need to spend time with it. It's and almost. I love that process.
0: Yeah, it's almost like your understanding of the vibe that they're trying to put out they're like moving on different paths until they finally kind of well they might not ever line up if you're not into it but I definitely I, I can understand what you're saying about those first few listens like What's going Mm -hmm. on here?
2: Well, and also like what uh, you guys were talking about last week with like sometimes artists will release like most of their album before they um, can release the whole album or they'll just release a couple of tracks and that can can kind of interfere with your um, concept of the album, I think, because I know when like um, I listened to, what was it, Midnight Sky like so many times and it's a great (laughs) song. but I definitely feel differently about it as compared to the other ones that I haven't mm-hmm. heard as much. Sure. But...
0: sure, sure, Yeah. Yes, that makes sense. And,
1: and so, it, and I feel like it kind of either, like it puts you in a position where you like, ha- like it separates it from the album in some ways, or you don't want to like, again, mm-hmm. you kind of don't want to choose it as, like in this case, your top bop, in, like a lot of times, there's yeah. like this, or not even this like, I think in the first like couple weeks or days of an album, everyone's trying to find their song that is not the single or not one of the sing- like the most known songs because they're, yeah. they're trying to be different and they're trying to find meaning with the artist and connect to the artists like past the surface. Mm-hmm. But in, in, some, in some ways I feel like the best artists will find ways to take those singles or those lead-ins and be able to incorporate it into the whole story yes and um, i i kind do of a
2: different in- i do feel well. like it works that way like where um midnight sky is situated in the album i'm, I'm like yes this is like the perfect place for it to be but mm-hmm. i do think like the last three tracks that they released early or the last two that they released early don't really belong on the album um oh. i wish they weren't they should have oh. been released as singles oh, um because we'll i mean that. there's like this narrative and it's supposed to end with golden cheese drink oh that's what i think yeah.
0: well we could <laughs> for the purpose because we've run into that a couple times on the podcast like i think the first example was oh
2: like um, king princess king princess like
0: yeah. we mm-hmm. we went back and forth on like do we review the deluxe do we not and i think we did end up doing it but i think like moving forward i like to frame uh, mm-hmm. like when i'm doing my review i like to frame it as the album offerings, not the deluxe. So for example, like I looked at the vinyl and there are, there's no zombie cover, there's no Blondie cover. Mm, so yeah, in my yeah. mind, when I was listening, I was like, okay, it's the first 12 tracks and that's what I'm. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that makes sense. Yeah. So Erin, um, I actually don't know, are you like a big Miley fan? Have you been keeping up with her since she was Hannah Montana? Uh,
1: funny enough, so, one of, like, the things, like, one of the, I got into, it's like, musicals and everything else because of High School Musical. Mm. And from that, like, Hannah Montana kind of spawned off of High School Musical. And so I was very much aware of Miley Cyrus because she did this with the Jonas Brothers. She toured, like, as Santa Montana. She toured with Jonas Brothers at one point, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm, uh, I'm a non-closeted Jonas Brothers fan since a young age. Um, And so I actually, I was thinking about it today as I was uh, preparing for this conversation. I specifically remember, I think I got her first album. uh, I've actually bought it. It's called Break, um, back in like 2008, I think it came out or something like that. And it was, I think, one of my very first CDs I had ever bought having my first job at target like Ooh. <laughs> i remember putting that in my car i remember being like i'm gonna like kind of just love this but i was so embarrassed to like buy the cd um the album i think i i didn't actually go back and listen to it but i have a feeling if i went back to listen to it i would be surprised by how much of mm-hmm. the lyrics i knew from that album Um, But what I would say is uh, that album kind of slowly was like pushed aside. And uh, so was kind of Miley Cyrus for many years. Uh, I came back into her uh, with the bangers album. I think we all kind of came back into Miley. Oh yeah. At that, at that point in in her career. And um, that album was like uh, the album of my sophomore year winter biking across Washington Avenue at the U of M mm-hmm. uh, back and forth, I would do sad bat side, and away we go full full, <laughs> and away like whatever it is. Like, and my butt would be shaking on my bike as I'm like biking in like the freezing cold. Um, but what I will say is like, Miley lost me uh, again right after that with her weird, like dead animals album. And then I, her Malibu I album. She,
0: I think she lost everybody at with the dead pets thing truly strange yeah no it was
2: vanity projects this is the problem (laughs) with people who have money and resources
1: (laughs) release that on soundcloud girl we don't want to have that as part of your discography like Mm -hmm. no one needs this move on yeah um but so then uh malibu came out nothing but then she is coming uh the ep Mm -hmm. i remember that that ep being like so strong and i was so excited about the direction that she was heading it was just kind of like her own twist on pop but it was still very pop Mm -hmm. um and that actually kind of leads into like the story of this album i don't do you guys know um kind of what her journey was supposed to be for the last two years as regards to like the latest and greatest album
0: i think we might have talked about it but i don't remember
1: yeah it's uh So uh, it came out and she went on a radio show and she was talking about, so my album is going to be coming out uh, this, I think it was like this spring, which would have been 2020 spring. But how it's going to be is it's going to be similar to what John Mayer did with his last uh, album or maybe two albums ago, where he released three different EPs that all fit into the, the full album. So she was going to release, she is coming, she is here, and she is everywhere as three different EPs they were supposed to be tied to different seasons, so the uh, She Is Coming was meant to be the spring, and then there was going to be a fall, and then there was going to be a winter. She had, like, a whole thing with COVID, and also just the way that music works, where um, Miley's no stranger to releasing just, like, a single she wrote the same day. Um, she was, like... The album I created, this uh, She Is Everything or whatever, these different EPs, she didn't feel like they uh, really still represented her as an artist. So she ended up just scrapping the, the whole album. This, this Plastic Hearts album, I, I think it's actually like a, a baby of teen, a baby of COVID, like an, a, what am, how am I feeling right in this very moment? And I, I, I specifically remember, I think Midnight Sky I think she wrote and put out like within three days
0: I love like I that. think it was
1: that quick it was that quick of a transition um so she long story short I've had a rocky road with Miley uh but like there's been ups and there's downs but I'm very very knowledgeable about, about uh our favorite girl
0: I love that what about you Simon yeah, so um, similar to you, Aaron, I remember that absolute banger of a song, uh, See You Again, off of one of her early albums. Um, such a banger, and I was not out, and I had to pretend like, mm, I don't know about this one, but in my head I was like, yes, Queen, this shit slaps so hard. <laughs> and then um, the camp- she lost me with the Can't Be Tamed era, like I didn't like that song, it was whatever, it missed me completely. And then bangers, the bangers era, Miley was, if not the most talked about, like pretty damn near close, the most talked about person at the time. Like she was everywhere in the news. And part of that was like, she is figuring out who she is and experimenting with drugs and like all this other like stuff in relation to her expression as an artist. And I mean, we all go through different ways of like testing the boundaries of what we're comfortable with expressing and who we are as a person but she had the added pressure of being you know a global pop star (laughs) and like all the pressure that goes along with that so and I think too you know throughout her relationships she I mean she's a woman in America so she's been given like a very harsh criticism throughout everything that she's done like she doesn't I feel like she has been given not a lot of credit for how talented she actually is as a pop artist and people have been more responding to like the quote-unquote antics of it all so I've always been kind of there along the ride like On the other side of the fence, just kind of like peering over, like, what's going on with Miley? Okay, like, okay, I like this. I like this. And then obviously, dead pets thing lost me. Younger now is cute, but not really my vibe. Uh, She is coming. Oh, mother's daughter, that music video? Yes, please. I was back on board. I was so good. I was very excited again for Miley. That was what like roped me back in. And then Midnight Sky came out, obviously, and I was like, oh, this feels like she's, like, starting to really, like, connect the personal with the branding in a way that feels very genuine and very, like, forward-thinking. So I, too, am loving this, like, glam rock sort of niche. She's, you know, she's, like, found for herself, I guess, and um, I'm just super, super excited to talk about the album. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, and do you yeah. remember "Nothing Breaks Like a Heart"? I love that song. Oh
0: yes, I f- I forgot about that. Her That's collab, sort of
2: like what made me come back when I heard when I heard that. Song.
0: Thank you, thank like, you for oh, reminding yeah. me. Yeah, she had that collab on Mark Ronson's album. "Nothing Breaks Like a Heart." Oh, that was great too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An underrated I'm album. I'm trying to I remember that one. It's,
2: yeah, go back and listen to it later. Yeah.
0: it's an it's an underrated album. It has a great Licky Lee song. Uh, I'm literally blanking mm-hmm. so hard There are right a few now. good ones. There's a few very good songs. And on
2: King that album. Princess
0: is on it. Yes, King Princess's song on there is amazing. Oh, mm-hmm. we love King Princess. Oh. okay, I'm going back to that album. I'm doing it. It's happening. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. So, um, Aaron, do you, oh, what? What were your thoughts on the album as a whole? I'm dying to know.
1: Yeah. So, um. I think we've kind of spoiled a tiny bit or at least like given hints here and there i love the album i love this album i i posted on twitter a couple days ago um i was like i have a sneaking suspicion that this is so fyi like this is also the spotify wrapped just came out for spotify users and apple music like there's actually updates every single week so at any point i can go look at what my like all of my stats are um but I was like, I, I posted on Twitter. I was like, I have a feeling that this album is likely going to sneak into the top 10 before the end of the year. Like <laughs> this, this album is uh, so good. I have been listening to it nonstop and it's been a joy. Like some albums that we have to, especially with the weeks that we have a full week to review the album. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm like, this is torture to my ears. I don't want to do this. Like, let me opt into other music this album in particular i was like i don't want to listen to it or listen to it too much where i'm gonna be like bored of it by the time we get to talking about it um absolutely love this is a complete bop for me um definitely one of i would say with regardless of spotify wrapped or apple replay or whatever this album is definitely and probably i would say my top 10 of this year Um, what about you guys Gina, what do
2: you think? Um, yes, I also loved this album, and it's one that is definitely going to be in like heavy rotation, probably for the next year at least. <laughs> um, and I, I don't think that there are any songs that I would consistently skip over every time, there there are songs on there that I'm like, this wasn't my favorite, but it's still catchy, so I'm gonna listen to it. So, yeah, I right. I really love this album. I love that um, there are just a lot of different levels to it, and like her songwriting has really matured a lot, and she knows exactly how she wants to present herself, and she doesn't give a fuck what you think. Um, I mean, she never has, but. <laughs> um, I I like that. Um, and just, yeah, she just seems to have more depth to her as as she has been getting older and has, like, learned some things about life. Um, but this is definitely, like, Corky St. Clair would say, like, a sweet-smelling package. <laughs> yes. Um, and there's a reason for that, <laughs> because she is a white woman who is the daughter of Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. She has, like... <laughs> So many resources so much money and like the best of everything at her disposal and so this should be a fucking amazing album and it is mm-hmm. so but, but it, oh. it, it, part of that is like well who are all these other people that we're not hearing from that don't have those resources i mean she's super talented i hey. love her voice i love what she has to say mm-hmm. but
1: gina i have to ask you um what went wrong with katy perry <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: We would oh, love to hear I, your thoughts because
1: uh, <laughs> I, I, gina I, I i I think like I understand, especially getting started getting your music out there, having the resources is great, but um i would I would strongly argue that just because you have the resources absolutely doesn't yeah. mean your album is even remotely good, yes
2: you need to have all of the like talent and uniqueness and charisma you know like all those things Mm -hmm. yes but it, so it's just like all of these things that are necessary to click into place and she has she has all that but yeah and, d-
0: and don't forget dolly parton
2: <laughs> yes she yeah. has that too <laughs> yeah or like king princess like she grew up in that kind of background like she has a lot of money her dad is in publishing like there's all that stuff like everything is set up and it's and it's good that she's so talented because <clears> i mean <throat> it, it just worked out for her so
0: right we got, yeah, a little, I think we got a little snore from PJ. that's there.
1: like a very in- we, we did we did uh mm-hmm. that's an interesting kind of di- dynamic and uh to think about because when i think about king princess i think about miley cyrus i think about like yes they had the resources but they were also kind of brought up into be a mu- musician whereas yeah. someone like uh like even though you did that you still had to be working hard you still had to be like mm-hmm. putting in the effort to like how do I be a good artist? Whereas I think there are artists that like just get it handed to them or like, I,
2: yeah, yeah, that's very true. I mean, yeah. And like Miley has been like eating, drinking, sleeping music for like her whole life. And so that's why she has this just really integrated kind of sense of like any genre. Like I sort of feel like she kind of transcends genres or she can, she can really cover any genre because of her, knowledge of music and like the history of pop music and country music and all those other you know things that
0: totally and i for me miley is one of those pop artists that i feel invested in almost like emotionally and i i think it is because you can really feel from her work that she is a true artist and so talented Mm -hmm. and I just and
2: just hearing like the emotion in her voice, like the way completely. that she
0: delivers
2: a song is just so compelling.
0: Yes, and it's that difference between like a pop album that is objectively produced really well and sounds really great, but. Is like there isn't that like passion and it's just talent. That
2: va va boom, you know. That
0: va va boom, <laughs> exactly. And that I will. Vo- they I mean, we don't need to name names, but I can think of <laughs> albums that were great released this year that didn't have that. But you know, you might just have to. See they were the past funny episodes. <laughs> Look at my flops. <laughs> Completely. Uh, so I mean, I have to say, I just like. Oddly enough, I feel like proud of Miley with this album. Like it, yeah. I listened to this uh-huh. album probably sixteen times. It was so good. I uh, like, I just loved it so much. It it flowed really well. Uh, like you said, I didn't. I don't think there are any skips on this album. At least not for me. Not for me.
1: Even even the 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 live
0: covers mm-hmm. like sign me up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I and I love Blondie. Oh. God, I uh, fucking love yes. I would say, Gina, like growing up in our house, <laughs> we had some pretty gay influences.
2: The Carpenters, Abba, Barbara Abba, Streisand.
0: Barbara Streisand. The
2: Yentl soundtrack. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was so
2: they're in place. What is
1: the Yentel soundtrack? Oh what am I missing? Oh, you guys you are
2: too young. You're I too know big. this. Uh, well, that's because I told you about it. That's true. Um, I that's was like true. the first person in line to buy the DVD when it came out. So it's like this old Jewish story that Barbara Streisand stars. It's like a star vehicle kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she. <laughs> she, um she really is into the Talmud and she wants to study it with yes. other men, but she can't because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. So, of course, she um, becomes a man. She dresses like a man and yes. she definitely does not look like one at all. And then Mandy <laughs> Patinkin falls in love with her. <laughs> Yes,
0: it's (laughs) It's, incredible. It's a great film. Did she win an Oscar for that? Very queer, I'm sure she did, yeah. I I think think the music
2: also probably won some Oscars too.
0: Mm, We love Barbara. Um,
2: But anyway, yeah, we were talking about gay music in our our household.
0: Yeah, so it really should be no surprise when you look at, like, my Spotify Wrapped, what we got going on. (laughs) Sesame Street. (laughs) Yeah, Sesame Street is historically canon to the queer (laughs) (laughs) narrative. The Muppets. Oh, God, I love the Muppets. (laughs) Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> I
2: always hated that song, The Blue Bird of Happiness. Or I mean, what was that? Yeah, that's what it was called. And Follow That Bird. Do you remember that movie?
0: Oh big
2: bird was like taken into sexual slavery. Well, not really, but it's was, it was, <laughs> like a, a blue spotlight. He was taken to the circus basically, and like a blue oh. spotlight was on him. And he sang a sad song about being the blue bird of happiness. It was so sad. Like it would make me cry all the time. <laughs>
0: Big but was I was really sensitive. into sexual <laughs> slavery. Wow.
2: In That's... a manner of speaking. Well, as far speaking. as like Sesame Street could imply that. It was, sure. It was the subtext. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone, yeah. everyone got that. From
2: I'm them, sure, for sure they'd be horrified if they heard that.
0: <laughs> but the Twitter stands; they were <laughs> erupting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Even then. <laughs> so, I mean, safe to say for me, I've, I pre-ordered this vinyl. This is a fucking bot. This is one of the best releases of the year, I think. Fabulous. Yep. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I could even see it in top five. It's Yeah. Why not?
1: Are you'll you we'll have the to same see page? because I think. I think we're going to have to. Or, I mean, I think. We are We still need to talk it over, but I think we're going to be doing a year-end kind of like mm. award show slash like. I love that idea. Of the Year, and spotlight moments episode. How, how um,
0: titillating.
1: so i think that it'll be a great chance for us to to really consider looking at 2020
0: how this all ends up playing out Mm. Mm -hmm. so it's a bop for me it's a bop for aaron what say you gina
2: um i would agree with you and part of that like she you can definitely tell she's not reinventing the wheel and that is great because you don't need to but she knows exactly what she needs to do like choosing her collaborators and like just creating this vibe for this album and like Mm -hmm. and also she doesn't need to be pretty and feminine and like straight you know that's that's what i love about about this album
0: yeah in 2020 who's straight
2: (laughs) no one not me
0: (laughs) (laughs) so a plastic hearts is a certified bot Bam, 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 bam. Yep. Put in Absolutely. that soundboard noise. We love it. Bah, 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 bah. Bah, 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 so, Gina, as our guest of honor, would you like to intro <laughs> us with your top bop of the album? <laughs>
2: okay, I will. I had a very mm. difficult time choosing the top bop, but I'm going to go with Angels Like You. That...
0: Ooh!
2: Yeah, this is my favorite. And the thing about it, like, this song just, like, got me the first time I listened to it. So, you know, the songwriting, like this is a really super vulnerable power ballad. And she does those so well, as we know from the past. Um,
1: Should we, should we listen to it really quick and then. uh, get? Yeah.
2: And I'm just gonna, I want to like emphasize this one line that just really grabbed. me. So it's the line. um, When she said, going to wish we never met on the day I leave. I'm like, Oh Mm. shit. We've all been there. Like, you know, starting a relationship knowing that it's not going to work out, but I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, God. Oh, that's like totally ripped my heart out.
0: Uh, Okay, well, we're going to give it a quick (laughs) listen, probably cry. And you, (laughs) you, dear leaders at home, why don't you take a pause, turn on Angels Like Us, and we'll be right back. All right. Mm. (laughs) Oh, Just starting out with Uh. my heart ripped out.
2: I know it is a good good song
1: (laughs) thank you for picking this one Gina oh Um, you're
2: welcome it was my pleasure
1: (laughs) I know that you've already talked a little bit about uh why it's your favorite but like do you have any other kind of uh things you want to say about the song
2: Um, I just like the emotional depth to it is just really incredible. And just, even though like her life is pretty different from everyone else's, she has this ability to really bring you in and, and to feel things on the same level or just, um, she's pretty relatable, I would say, or even like at the end when she's like, I'm everything they said I would be and like, Oh, you know, like, even Mm -hmm. though I'm not famous, I know what she means.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's very like in terms in terms of lyrical like uh this not the story but the, the meaning behind it it kind of feels very liability lord where it's like I, I don't deserve like your love kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of this Yeah, like, she's
2: being pretty hard on herself.
1: Yeah very, mm-hmm. very hard on herself. Um which is very interesting because uh one thing that I, I've read is that the reason why her and Liam broke up was actually not not Liam. It was well, it was not Miley. It was Liam. Like Liam was just like known for being like a like super on the drug scene, mm-hmm. and she was like, I need to slow down. I need to be able to like uh, like I want to build a, a life with you, and she just couldn't control Liam, so she's like, I have to let you go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's the song? The slide mm-hmm. away. Like that's exactly well, like
2: yeah. I mean, I guess there are two sides to every story, so. <laughs> Yeah. Hard to know, exactly.
0: There's her story, <laughs> what happened, but. there's her story, his story, and the but truth.
2: There, what was that mm. other song of hers on this album when she was saying, like, um, if you're looking for someone who's faithful, it's not going to be it's me. It's not
0: going to be uh, me. <laughs>
2: which one, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, never be me, maybe? I don't remember, yes. but...
0: Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah,
2: it's like, oh. Or, like, I'm not going to be everything that you're looking for. Like, well, you probably shouldn't be. I mean, that's not healthy. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm yeah and a uh,
2: lot of like self-reflection like what am i responsible for and like maybe taking a little too much responsibility
0: and i think there's a theme too in this album with like pain and pleasure and how they can like share similar like Mm -hmm. characteristics
2: even like comes out and says that
0: oh yeah for sure and yeah this song
2: explicitly stated
0: yeah and this song has a lot of of that same vibe for sure. Um, definitely a bop for me too.
1: Hmm.
0: Oh, it's 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 not my top bop, but it's definitely <laughs> up there. It's, um, yeah, it's a bop, but not my so, top bop.
1: No, I'll say same, that. I, I, The one thing I wanna to say before we close out with this top bop is uh, I, I just love how her, you can hear her emotion as she's yes. singing the lyrics. Yep. And like, especially mm-hmm. when it hits, like it, it's starting to climax in terms of her vocals you can, it's like at the right lines at the right moments. And so mm-hmm. it just, it's, it's a nice little package all tied up in a bow. <laughs> so, so, so
0: good. <laughs> yeah, she nailed it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Aaron, it's time. Who's going to go, me or you? Who's going to do it? Uh, um. How about you? Do you want to go? Okay. Um. Just like Gina said, this is a toughie. This is an album full of slappers <laughs> so I, many. it was really tough um i kept full of going maybe oh wrong era sweetie no. We're bringing it back too soon, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> um i went back and forth between give me what i want and night crawling ultimately my top op i'm gonna give to give me what i want just for the purely like animalistic reaction I had to it when mm. I first listened to it so
2: fascinating
0: yeah so let's give this a listen shall we let's give it a listen all right we'll be right back And leaders at home you take a pause too and you listen to this this goddamn slapper of a track and we'll be right back <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> wow oh, mm. ooh. oh that song just gets me in like a, like such a way where it's just like my gut takes over and and I just act it's... I don't have to think about it you know what I mean it just <laughs> very acts. Harley's in Hawaii very play same playlist? <laughs> um it's a little harder I would say oh yeah I oh, think yeah. so
1: I would agree yeah Yeah.
0: I, what I love about this song is the production for one is so good it it like really is this like dark side of Miley you can feel like and I almost wish it went even harder like Mm -hmm. I love that like grungy bass or whatever the hell that is in the background Mm -hmm. I love that break between the bridge and the outro where it just like breaks it down a little more Um, part of me thinks that this is a song where you get a taste of what it's like in the studio version, but if you heard it live, you would really hear it to its full potential. Um, for example, Gina, you witnessed this when we went to go see the art pop tour and she started doing sex streams and I completely <laughs> lost control. I don't even Freak know what out.
2: happened. I oh was, my God. Yeah. I
0: flew outside my body. <laughs> we were in like the upper seats and I just I stood up out of nowhere I and remember. just screamed. And people were like Okay. (laughs) Well, that's going to happen. That's a
2: great song, I mean.
0: (laughs) Yes, and uh, I mean, you know me. I love a woman in power who is dominant.
2: So empowering, like this whole song.
0: And, you know, as you know, my Bible, the ethical slut, will talk about (laughs) society has taught us that men are supposed to be like the engine of the car, vroom, vroom, vroom. I'm going to tell you what I want, and the ladies Mm -hmm. have to be like the the brakes of the car and be demure and, and submissive. And Miley flips that. Yeah, aren't you
2: like, happy that you're not stuck in that dynamic as a gay man?
0: I am pretty happy I'm a gay man. <laughs> um, And the gay part helps. That's with, a nightmare. Like, <laughs> with our parents, the gay part helps because they truly don't even know how to process Hashtag it. So
2: Hashtag no rules.
0: Exactly. So they don't <laughs> even show They're like, as long as you're happy, we're happy.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh. I love her message of like, I want you, but I don't fucking need you.
0: Yes, if <laughs> You're, if you're not gonna give me what I want, I'll give it to myself, Mama, because I can do that. Ooh, ooh, ooh! ooh. Mm. Aaron, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts?
1: I I love 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 this song. I it's um very it's it's a very harsh not harsh shift because it's perfect for the album, but it's very um, sound wise. You have the ballad, and then you have this
2: mm-hmm. like super. It edgy. Shows the,
1: this album like does take you through that journey. And I, I really, I, I appreciate that the, that this song is also going to be on, um, our top bops playlist, um, because you get to see both sides of this album. It, it really does help encapsulate, mm-hmm. um, both sides of it. I, I very much, I think that, um, the one thing that I would say that, um, this album feels, it, it adds to the kind of the, the overall album view is She's, I think she, through this album, she's not only discovering her sound and discovering kind of where there's a place for her to to truly, like, be authentic, which I'm not saying that, she, like, I really do hope she releases her, uh, all the different, she is here, she is there, she is everywhere, whatever it was. Like, I hope she releases <laughs> that stuff because she is coming up so good, but, like, this feels so right for her, and... She, within that, all of the lyrics as she's going through this, this album very much feel like she's discovering who she is, even the bad parts, like whether it be through the angels like you saying, I'm not good enough, like let's just go straight to sex, but also her being like, you know what, I kind of, j- I'm okay with that part about me, like a little bit. Like it has that weird kind of dichotomy and that, that, that different kind of yin and yang
0: yeah completely i think uh i had that in my notes too this feels right <laughs> for sure oh yes mm. it does But for me obviously you guys are on board too i'm sure i don't even <laughs> oh. gotta ask <laughs> well no, duh. no duh yes ma'am so aaron uh why don't you close out our top ops? what do you got
1: um so my top bop so i uh during the the um commercial break i um had
0: to, to take care of some couple of things and
1: that commercial break because we don't we're not sponsored yet. <laughs> not sponsored mattress yet. <laughs> Nespresso, um, come on, just just, just. <laughs> lifestyle brand <laughs> That's Give right. Give us a promo code. Come on. Maybe next week we'll have a we'll promo work, code. We'll work. We'll work on that offline.
0: We'll work on that offline.
1: Um. Where was I? Don't even know where I was. You were taking with care
2: of some. We took a break. Business. Oh,
1: oh, Gina. Gina was like, "If Aaron does not pick my second <laughs> song,
0: I am gonna throw a fit." That's exactly <laughs> that's what she I, said. Yes, yeah, that's
1: set. definitely
2: me.
0: She's like, "I, I will leave this zoo." <laughs> <laughs> throw know, my headphones are the on host. The you're the host. Gina. You can't leave. <laughs> you can't leave. <laughs> we, we need you your I
2: have to keep it together. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, okay.
1: I hope I hope I'm doing you justice, Gina, because I think that like we also like have not had many conversations if any conversations up until today, and so maybe this could be a sign <laughs> that we have the same musical taste. There's a lot riding on this. This is all I'm trying okay. to say. My top bop sure. of of this album is high.
2: Oh no! Oh. Oh. What I was gonna <laughs> choose, but <That, laughs> I love that one too.
1: <laughs> well. um, How about we listen to it quick and I can tell you why it's my
0: favorite. All right. We'll be (laughs) right back. And dear leaders, you tune into high right now. That's in order. Okay. We'll be right back. Oh my gosh. So cathartic. I, um,
1: yeah, I, I can't tell you how much I love this song. Um, I think it was maybe listen number two of of um, this album and this song just like was like okay well I already know what my top bop is without even like having to like (laughs) oh wow (laughs) kind of continue to go through like I just and Mm -hmm. I I think the um what I love so much about it number one it is going to be uh if 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 it's in a karaoke book I will probably pick it as a karaoke song I think I would love to do it and I would probably like really much enjoy it as everyone else is like, pick the fun ones. We hate the sad ones. <laughs> I would love to do it in karaoke. Um, but I think additionally to that, uh, a lot of people, when you see this song, you think it's probably, uh, about a, like a, a human relationship and it's about a romantic relationship. Um, which I think it, it has, it can be interpreted that way. And I think it, uh, it, she probably had a lot of ways of doing like a double meaning with a double entendre in terms of how she, wants she wrote the song. But what I, I also know as being one of her Smilers, uh, if that's what her fans are called. I think that's- Smilers, <laughs> ooh. Smilers. <laughs> Love that. Um, is that she has um gone through quite an up and down relationship with sobriety and uh this song if you if you think like i i think it legitimately is uh, also talking about how she like in my head i did the very best say or my very best saying goodbye goodbye i don't even miss you but i think of you and i don't know why it's her going like like, that is addiction. Like, you can be like, I don't miss this. Like, I really don't. But, like, I think of you. And then on top of it, it's the, uh, the, and I can't see myself through the fire and smoke. And you, like a neon light shining through the door, I can't keep closed. It's like, mm. when she's struggling and she's fi- trying to struggle to figure out who she is, she is like, uh, she's like, well, I might as well just get high then, you know? And that's like why, like, and that. It's 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 a very beautifully written song. The the emotion in her voice as she's uh, saying "I still feel high" is just like, yeah, like beautiful, and I want to cry. And it's just uh, so 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 good. Um, so that's why it's my top op. Um What did you guys think of the song? And did my interpretation of the song change at all? How you you think about the song? And do you feel the same way?
0: Um, I definitely went the person route in my head before listening, like before we discuss this, but I mean, the way you put it, it, I think is completely valid. And I think it works for both ways. Um, I would agree to uh, it in my opinion, it's like songwriting perfection. It's so good. The chorus is incredible. You feel that Miley emotion. For sure, Mm -hmm. Uh, definitely one of my faves on the album. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I I love the song. Um, When I listened to it, I kind of went the sobriety route when I'm just knowing what I know of um, what she has made public about her
0: the research, uh, her experience.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and I thought it was interesting that it sounded kind of like a country song, like it has that country sound to it. So like going back to her roots, kind of and i totally want to hear like an acoustic version of this with her sister like i think that'd be so good um
1: and if you had apple music there actually (laughs) is an acoustic version of the side oh Oh.
2: yes have come true (laughs) this is amazing okay i'm gonna listen to it later um (laughs) but yeah i i just said it showcases her ability as a songwriter and her mastery of melody like Mm -hmm. it's just the melody is is really amazing and like Mm -hmm. all of her songs
0: are so fucking catchy i mean So good, so good.
1: (laughs) This is, I think the only song (laughs) on the album too, just so we're all aware that Mark Ronson actually was a producer for. He had his hand, uh, actually I think, yeah, he had his hand on this song as well. And I think maybe one other as a songwriter, but like, this is the song that he had his acoustic um, touch on. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. He did Joanne,
0: right? He did Joanne. If he can do Joanne, he can do this. That's right. (laughs) That's right.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. So I think we picked some pretty fucking good bobs. If I Can could I say, say what
2: my other one was? Because I had Ooh, such wow. a hard time.
0: <laughs> what was, that? What was the it? The other
2: one was Bad Karma. Oh, that's um, so
0: good. That's
2: so good. I think this was like the, good the best collaboration of the album. Um, it kind of reminded me of, um, you know, and they're like, ba, ba, ba. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah kind of like porn a little, like sexual. <laughs> uh, and I liked that. But it also reminded Very. me of that song by the Talking Heads, um, Psycho Killer, you know, are <sighs> they like, bah, 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 you know, like the nonsense syllables. It So it kind of like brings you back to that genre, which they're trying to recreate. And yeah, I think like Joan Jet and Miley Cyrus together are... <gasps> dynamite and um, <laughs> and like I think Miley is an excellent collaborator because I mean she's such a good musician she's really great at blending with people and kind of like taking on some of the characteristics of whoever it is that she is collaborating with and she definitely did it. this is like a gigantic middle finger of a song and I love it like the bridge and she's like I don't give a fuck I don't believe in luck and like she says it twice I'm, like yes
0: <laughs> so mm. love. So that's what i want mm. to say about that song she's mm. oh, so good <laughs> and well, right.
2: i think like the collaborations too it's interesting to talk about like which ones worked and which
0: ones didn't mm. which Whoa. ones that, which ones great. do you think didn't work
2: um i mean i really wanted to like prisoner a lot more than i did and i like it i mean it- i'm not going to skip it
0: is it your biggest flop?
2: Nope, it isn't. Oh,
0: oh god. Okay, <laughs> what what is your biggest flop on the album, Gina? Um,
2: for me, the biggest flop is Nightcrawler. What? Um, I think it's trying way <laughs> too hard, and they're like, we need to get, like, a super edgy song in here. We need to have Billy Idol. Let's put some, like, stuff about violence and, like, weird dark things that make people feel uncomfortable. It went too far.
0: I am a gag it's okay, very okay, catchy.
2: Okay. I'm not going to skip it when I listen to it. But <laughs> no. um, yeah, but she like is stylistically very on and she's like really sensitive to like how, what Billy Idol sounds like and she wants to like match what he's doing. And that's cool.
0: Mm, I fucking loved that song. Oh,
2: so I'm interesting. Like, music is so subjective.
0: Completely. Like, that was, <laughs> like I said, like, that was almost my top up. I was like, fuck. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, Erin, yeah. how did that rank for you?
1: It What, what I, I would just say going in is like, I had to just kind of finally make like a game time decision. today my biggest flop was because Mm -hmm. this album like depending on my mood and depending on kind of like the way i'm listening to it i think that like there is like all the songs are really good Mm -hmm. and so night night crawling i i i don't know much about billy idol like i i really that's probably like people are gonna write me hate comments but still leave me five stars (laughs) and our apple podcast (laughs) Yes. Reviews. Yes. Um, but like, I don't know. I don't know much about Billy Idol, and so from that, like, I didn't. I wasn't thinking about that. Gina, what you said makes a ton of sense, and I feel like. Um,
2: and also, like too it, many female collaborations. We need to get a man on here.
1: Uh, that probably it, happened. Ugh. Oh, but like, who gives? Like, I, I hope not. I hope that's not the rationale for it. I hope she goes. Like, I respect you as an artist. Some Come man on. said it. <laughs> But you're you're right, Gina. Like night crawling, in terms of the rest of the songs, doesn't really like connect the same way the other ones do in the same kind of yeah. um, story.
2: Like very, it's not my biggest lyrics, flop, but and or even like prisoner, the lyrics are really like repetitive and not much of anything.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, well. <laughs> Okay. Agree guys. disagree. Okay, guys. Simon, <laughs> <Bye>, here's, <laughs> here's here's the thing. Okay, so my biggest flop. I'm gonna give it to you. Okay, and I think this might cause a little discussion, which I'm happy happy about. Okay, <laughs> if we're talking about this album purely as a work compiled together to be digested from beginning to end, <laughs> yes. I would say personally that "Prisoner." makes the least sense to me on the album. Hmm. I think the the collab personally seems like a gimmick. I I
2: do love them together though. I mean, it was the wrong song. song.
0: I will (laughs) say, I'm not saying I don't like Dua Lipa. I'm not saying it's a bad (laughs) song. It's actually an incredible single by itself. Like if like, I'll listen to it on Mm -hmm. its own on repeat. It's a great song. I think the collab probably came about because they're like, okay, we need something that's Someone a little like more, her. yeah, somewhat like <laughs> so a pop.
2: with the young people. Yeah. So
0: we need a pop idol who's yep. hot right now. Probably. So let's get Dua Lipa. And I think, like you said, it, the lyrics are repetitive. I think it's one of the weaker songs mm-hmm. lyrically, Yeah. Thematically, like on a baseline level, it fits into the album thematically, but I think you could take it out of the album and it, Like the level of quality down. Yeah. 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 But I will reiterate, love it as a single. Love the song (laughs) as a single. I was
1: I think I was the exact opposite in my in how Mm -hmm. I approached Prisoner, where like when it came out, you had Midnight Sky and you had all of these covers that were all super rock, and then you got to Prisoner and you were like, Girl, this is like very poppy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I like you. Bet you, you said you're giving us a rock album. You better be giving us a rock album, like (laughs) glam rock. She did, and she ended up delivering. And I think when "Prisoners" placed in the album, it sound like I don't. It doesn't stick or stick out like a sore thumb to me. It doesn't like Mm. uh, sound wrong in the album. You're right that it's it's a weird choice to have Dua Lipa in the album, but like the song overall, I'm not I'm not mad about, and I I do like
0: it um yeah when I when I because when I think of like all the people she collaborated on this album and then you throw in Dua Lipa who I think of all the like Twitter clips of her like shimmying kind of (laughs) or like there's a great clip I think on the Graham Norton show where it was don't start now and there's like a drum breakdown and it's the oddest thing I hope I can find it so you can post it Erin oh yeah I want to see it (laughs) but um she just like has this strange presence on stage where it's like really weird and awkward and so Mm. the drum breakdown is coming and she's like oh don't make me do this and she like grabs a drumstick and then sort of like does the drum breakdown and it was so bizarre but that's like what you're trying to fit in on this album again as a studio piece as just an mp3 file it's great but strange to me
1: yeah um and for okay, me sorry. my uh biggest flop i don't know why like again i kind of had to throw my eyes and like hit the, the chalkboard and go with it. But I think the one song that like in my rationale is pretty damn light for why I don't like it is golden G string. And it's because <laughs> it just like, <laughs> it didn't, it just didn't like,
2: um, it felt
1: surface level. I don't love that as like the metaphor or like.
2: Yes. <laughs> like, you know, this is all that glitters isn't gold. Um <laughs> And it sounds like a sea shanty, like the rhythm that they decided to use for this.
1: It's a Uh sea shanty. Oh, yeah. (laughs) A sea
2: shanty. It is. (laughs) Um, But it's like kind of, I don't know, I found it amusing. Um, And incidentally, Golden G-String is the name of my wireless network now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) Incredible. I think lyrically it's great.
1: It's pretty. Once, I liked it. Awesome. So yeah. Gina, once you uh, you get um, 5G speeds, you might have to change it to a golden 5G string. <laughs> That's so good. How dare you?
2: Maybe. Maybe not.
1: <laughs> Who knows? Who knows if the budget's gonna gonna uh, flash? Oh, I have like
2: that. kind of a funny story about the first track on the album. Yeah. Um, so I have Apple Music, and so when I listen to it for some reason. It like goes for the censored version so she was like saying what the f do i know like what oh, the no. do i know and i was like who is she trying to protect like <laughs> <laughs> and then gina, I realized,
1: gina i might have but, to show you how to change your apple music settings so you're not like
2: yeah you're gonna have to show to me because explicits. i'm done especially because like simon texted me one day he was like have you heard WAP yet and i was like no yes so oh. i went and listened to it yeah was like I listened to it and I didn't get it at all and I was like Simon I'm too afraid to Google this what is WAPS for because I was listening to the censored version they're saying like wet and gushy I'm like that's pretty graphic to yeah
0: I as you're texting me, I was just like, I mean, it's pretty self explanatory. They, they never, say it over and over. They never
2: say it. They never say what WAP stands for in the song. And like, that's because it was a censored version. So, Apple uh, Music, I'm, like, I'm uninterested in the censored version.
0: Mm-hmm. Who are you trying to protect, Apple Music? <laughs> yeah. I will, Gina, I will show you how to figure fix out. Thank, Thank you,
1: That's not a thing. I don't know. I, I feel bad for you. Thank
2: oh, God.
0: Oof.
2: Freedom of speech.
1: yes Yes.
0: we're plugging that today absolutely
2: as a library and i also want to Mm -hmm. plug that
1: so gina (laughs) uh one of the other things that we are plugging today is it's the holiday season um and every guest uh through the rest of the season we are asking them not only what their single obsession is what we can get to but what what is their jingle obsession what is their holiday or holiday go-to that we can add to the (laughs) holiday playlist
2: (laughs) Um, well, definitely one that's probably already there is the ubiquitous "All I Want for Christmas Is You," mm-hmm. um, and I'm like up for hearing that any time of year. I don't care when it absolutely. is. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. I
2: love that song, but that's like pretty predictable. So, um, did you know that Carly Rae Jepsen just released a song called "It's Not Christmas Till Somebody Cries"?
0: Go. Aaron is a huge CRJ stan. He's on this beat. I oh my was God. actually aware too. Did you watch the too.
1: video, Aaron? I, I did, and I it's thought so her eyeshadow was just maybe a bit too dark, and she looked like a mean businesswoman. She did a it A mean
0: businesswoman.
1: She
2: knows what she's doing. It's Do you think so? Like Carly kitschy. Ray
1: being so fun?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think so.
1: I, I, thought, I thought it was like a, a COVID, like, oh, well, this is this <laughs> kind of, covid constraints can do her makeup, makeup the right way <laughs> yeah something i don't know <laughs> The budgets Look at are YouTube tight.
2: tutorials um yeah. but also... i can't
1: do my makeup so like <laughs> hey now <laughs>
2: i'll do your makeup um also casey musgraves love her christmas album i always love like sad christmas songs so she has one called christmas makes me cry that one oh. that one's good too <laughs>
1: So, we love Kate. You're going to have one of the two. <laughs> I can't.
2: Um <laughs> Don't well, make me. I would say of the moment then it would be um Carly Rae.
1: Okay. Done in time. We, we will add Carly Rae to the the <laughs> playlist. I was really hoping someone would. <laughs> yeah. She there is already go. on the playlist time. with a different song cuz someone else chose a different song as their
0: favorite Christmas song oh. by Carly. But hmm. I will add this one as well. Excellent. <Mm-mm>. Well, I mean, that wraps up the album, guys. I think we all feel that Miley has blessed us in this year of 2020. Thank
2: you. All of the bullshit that we've had to deal with in 2020, this makes it a little better. Mm
0: -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Miley. (laughs) Thank you. Ava Max's Bob had to deal with that. (laughs) <laughs> still having to deal with that that shit pops up that shit pops up on my explore page on instagram every now and then it happened today because she released some new lyric video or whatever but it's still still mystifying to me that we gotta deal with that bob of hers but i mean what are live you gonna, your life ava max live what your what life you do? i mean speaking of ava max and new singles um, aaron what is your single obsession of the week well, funny enough, um,
1: ah, I don't, I, Oh, yeah. okay, so what it is, I don't want to give it to Ava Max, so I'm not going to.
0: No, you can, you can,
1: listen, listen your to your heart,
0: yeah, <laughs> we, that's what we learned in the ghetto House. Yeah, my, my heart
1: is <laughs> right. that I do not want Ava Max to be on my single obsession <laughs> Okay, okay, playlist. fair, fair. Okay, All right, don't, okay. don't do that. Okay. Don't but worry. her new, she released <laughs> a random new bonus track you? that's so good, um, the song that, like, I woke up today, I was surprised by, and excited to kind of go, oh, well, 2021's going to have a good album for us to review, is the song 45 by Bleachers.
0: Oh, okay. okay.
1: Just came out, uh, I think, today. And it is just, um, it kind of feels, like, throwbacky, but also very, like, intimate and candid and, like,
0: raw it's it just is a good track okay great. that's my single obsession all right gina how about you what's your single obsession of the week
2: uh, i couldn't choose just one does i have a problem choosing just uh, one. I'm, doing uh, two. I'm, doing two. I'm doing two i'm sorry okay, um all right okay i'll allow it so, so i'm fanatical about queen herbie um and no one knows who she is. And so I think everyone should know who she is. Um, she was part of the group Carmen, if you remember, from like 2010 or something. Um, they got well-known for doing covers. She's a rapper. She's a singer. She's from Nebraska. She went to Berklee School of Music out east. And she got married to um, the other guy that was in her group in Carmen, Nick. And now um, there is like a some sort of like they got roped into this record deal and it was bad for them and so she they broke the contract and she became queen herbie and um and so he her husband nick produces her stuff and she has released a series of eps and i think she's released eight of them or nine of them now and she is some Truly single. an she's EP prolific. queen. Um, yes. <laughs> and she's like super fashionable. Um, she designed like she... <laughs> fashionable, <laughs> um,
0: Yes. Yes.
2: She styles herself. She has her own cosmetics line. And she's like a super badass bitch. And she is like very about like self-care and like body positivity. She's also super skinny. So that's easy to be
0: positive.
2: (laughs) You're very skinny, but, um, but anyway, she's an amazing singer. She's an amazing rapper. She did a cover of WAP and you should absolutely listen to it. I'm okay. All
0: right. Um,
2: And then listen to her other stuff. So the other one is um, Simon's been listening to this too. Um, There's this group called cannons and they released this EP last year, but there's a song called Fire For You, and it's just like <sighs> super chilled out, and I think maybe you would want to be high. I don't know. I I still appreciate it not being high, but That's it just good. is like this total mood, and um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a great vibe. So those are my two recommendations.
0: <laughs> so glad we're talking about that EP again. It is incredible loves it and it's weird because the ep came out a year ago and they just released a music video for it like a month ago or something which i okay better late than never live your life shadow or canon yeah. it gives you <laughs> it gives you some roller rink action which we love so you know check that yeah, out i
1: love
2: the aesthetic of their
0: <laughs> video absolutely and so my single obsession of the week is um, XS by Rina Sawayama. Uh, I'm a little late on the train with Rina, just because, like, I, I tried getting into her. and I'm
2: I, still working on it.
0: Yeah, it didn't it didn't <laughs> click right away. And what I found is th- I am noticing that certain stuff she has, I'm really connecting with and then others, and, like, I'm just not really getting it. But XS is a fabulous song the music video is great great. it's great to see a pop star coming up who isn't white i mean it helps that she's like impossibly gorgeous but (laughs) you know you got to start somewhere um and yeah so i'm really excited to see more from her
1: yeah that's super exciting
0: yeah we love rena Mm-mm-mm. well
1: gina thank you so much for coming on the podcast for um simon's world of warcraft intervention um <laughs> thanks so for we still me. Little it did take a turn
2: music. but <laughs>
1: <laughs> we somehow reviewed a whole album too yeah yeah it was all in, in the effort of trying to to get some of the help he needs I'm just
2: always really efficient so i <laughs> got multiple things accomplished at the same time
1: Ah, oh, excellent so Gina, do you have any uh, social handles you want to plug? Do you want to be known as the woman of mystery? Or uh, I
2: mean, like I'm on Insta and like I post pictures of food that I make and my dogs.
0: <laughs>
2: so it's um, Gattel Gina, so G O E T T L G I N A, and it's private because <laughs> I get paranoid. So
1: <laughs> I would, if I wasn't trying to become a celebrity. Yeah, be yeah.
0: Yes, and uh, <laughs> catch her at the Guthrie or some other local venue. And
2: someday when we can yeah. have concerts again. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And if you hear uh, an air horn on the first Wednesday
1: at 1 p.m., um, just know, just know that is not Gina Gettle. That is the monthly tornado warning. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
2: But um, I could be hired to do that if you wanted me to.
1: You can, do, you can do like a small street, a street wide one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> could you imagine, Gina? I mean, it's pretty. it can, can get pretty loud, so it could be a few streets. <laughs> yeah. It, it could you travel. You're hired. The river. You're hired.
1: She's got pipes. I know, I know where Jacob Fry lives. I will go over to his place. I will pull up the sign. I will let him know. We have Hashtag to add to
2: name a dropping. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: friend uh, of the pod friend of the pod friend of the pod, Jacob pride of course. of course so aaron where can we find you on socials good sir
1: um you can find me um at the aaron t-h-e-e-h-r-e-n weird i know but you'll get used you'll to get it
0: used to it oh, we nailed
1: it we nailed it <laughs> so incredible <good>. stunning um <laughs> on pretty much all social media um so yeah just find me there what about you simon
0: you can find me on Instagram at TheRealistSimon. You can also follow uh, at Bop or Flop Podcast. Um, we also have a, a cute little link tree that Aaron made for Ooh, our podcast on fancy. Instagram. Yes, so we you can find all our links for all our playlists there. Uh, and then, if you like my music taste, you can follow my personal playlist on Spotify. It's called I Love This Playlist. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. Or if you're into wine, you could follow me on Vivino.
0: <laughs> yes, follow Gina Vavino. Yes. Vivino. Yes, Vivino. That's right. Well, Gina, thank you again so much for joining us. This was a pleasure. Thanks for
2: having me. This was so fun. Mm-hmm.
0: And we will see you uh, next week for some album. Who knows what it'll be? It could be anything. Mm-hmm.
1: Anything. Anything. Bye. Good
0: Goodbye.